today to the book of Revelation, the sixth chapter, beginning at the eighth verse. Once again, Revelations, the sixth chapter, verses number eight. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. The Bible says here, And I looked, and behold, a pale horse. And his name that sat on him was death. And hell followed with him. And power was given unto them over the earth, or the fourth part of the earth, to kill with sword and with hunger and with death, and with the beast of the earth. As I lift the title of this message today, we will entitle it as Pale Rider. Why is this horse, which is a power, that death rides on, why is it pale? Because It's obscure. It's weak looking. It doesn't show forth a greatness of life in it. You ever been like that? Pale. No life, no inspiration. See, that's the spirit that's in the world today. That's the spirit that's in the church. Today, no life, no spirit, just entertainment. And we're only satisfied when God gives us what we want. And it only lasts for, the joy of it only lasts for a short time because we're more concerned about the joy of what he gave us instead of the joy of him. It's quiet in here. It's quiet in here. See, I'm going to preach to you today because you need to hear. You need to hear. You need to stop coming to church and not hearing. We need to hear what God has to say about this thing because, see, time's winding down. And we still... If it wasn't chilling in here, I'd say something that would really spark your ears up because I'm in that mode this morning. I'm in that preaching mode this morning, you see. Because God ain't going to keep on tearing around and playing with us. See, this thing is hitting us all around. And we still think that God is playing. You know why I say we still think that God is playing? Because there's no change in none of us. 
We're still doing the same thing. We're still feeling the same way. We're still as non-committed today as we were before we got saved. I can't get no help up in here, so I'm going to preach to the lights. I can't get no help up in here. You know why? Because truth has never found its way easy in a world that's filled with lies. That's why. That's why. We're more concerned with how many hours we get on a job than having a relationship so we can have eternity with God. And I think that's a sad commentary. Oh yeah, I'm going to preach to you today. Mm -hmm. It says here that it was a pale horse. Mm -hmm. And on this pale horse, death was riding it. You see? See, when you ain't got no life in you, when you ain't got no joy in you, when you ain't got no God in you, and your life is withered, sucked away because of the cares of the world and the lust of other things entering in and the deceitfulness of riches, you see, it, 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 it chokes the word in you and it causes it to be unfruitful. So now you're riding on the pale horse. And the pale horse got death with it. Because where there is no joy in God, there is no strength. Because it's the joy of the Lord that's our strength. That's why when we come into that door every Sunday, we ought to leave all that mess outside and come on up in here and give God some praise. We ought to have enough things in us to get off our lazy butts and give your creator and mine some praise. But what do we do? We sit there and won't even hardly clap our hands. You've got to be coached into even giving a... When you ought to come through the door ready to go. Oh, am I in the house? See, y'all quiet up in here. Huh? You know why you quiet? Because you know I'm telling the truth. You know you. Yeah, I'm going to preach today. Because God tired of this foolishness. I don't care if I ain't got nothing in here but preaching to the cameras. When you come up in here, Dr. Manley going to always preach truth. This is a truth speaking church. This way we speak the truth. We don't, we, don't, we don't entertain you. No, we don't do that. This is real up in here. You know why? Because we're the watchman over your soul. And there's going to come a time when, just like we came out, we got to go back in. What sent us out? And give an account. Can I, get, I, 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 can, can I just get a little bit of help today? <laughs> Pale right. Say what sat on him was a thing called Death. I'm going to take my time today. You see, this thing, death, it is the misery of the soul. You see, death is the misery of the soul that arises from sin. Amen? On the day that you eat from this tree of, the, of, the, of life or the 
tree of the knowledge of good and evil, that's the day that you will surely die. Why? Because sin. You just sin. You see, so death is nothing because the wages of sin is what? Amen? And if the wages of sin is death, then death is the misery of the soul that separates you from God. Why? Because of sin. So no wonder the pale horse got death riding on it. Because it's a whole bunch of folk, and I'm not excluded, that find ourselves in misery because of our sin. Because of what we want instead of what God would have. See, see, we, what we want, we think is better than what God wants for us. As if God don't know what's best for us, and he created us. Pale rider. He's obscure. He, pale rider. It's a power that makes us weak and separates us from the Lord. And when uh, death, which is the misery that comes from sin, see, when it rides on this horse, guess what follows it? Hell. Now, hell is the increase of that misery. See, death begins the process of our misery. And then hell follows it. And hell is the payoff of eternity. That's where the misery increases. If you think you got misery now, wait to that thing that's following death hit us. See, that's where it increases. And it increases into eternity. Oh, don't think you're going to be here for always. And don't think you're going to be in good health always. Not so. See, there's going to come a time when the word of the prophet come back and remind you of what's been spoken. There's going to come a time, people, because God ain't going to keep blessing us the way he's blessing us and we treating him the way we treating him. God has a tolerance too, church folk. God has a tolerance too. It says here, hell followed him. And power was given unto them. Who is them? Death and hell. Misery and the increase of misery. From the tangible to the intangible. From the mortal to the immortal. All the way into eternity. Hell follows it. The increase of the misery. Which comes from sin. See, it, the wages of it. The wages of death. The wages of sin is death. And hell follows. And the power was given unto them over a fourth part of the earth. That fourth represents all. It don't count it like we count it. Fourth, four means all over the earth. Death and hell is all over the earth. It's not. Hear about it all the time. And they're going to be killed with the sword, which is war. And war doesn't always have to be with a gun. It can also be with your mouth. 
With hunger, hunger doesn't always have to be that you don't have food to eat. But the Bible says, I'm going to bring a famine, and it ain't going to be a famine of, of food or water, but it's going to be a famine of people not hearing the word of the Lord. Say they're going to go from here to there seeking the word, but they ain't going to be able to find it. And that's about the generation where we are today. We run to and fro. We go to this church. We go to that church. We go to this. Oh, the prophet, let's go see what this man say. Let's go see what this man, but ain't nobody seeing what God has to say about it. Nobody. We preach the word. People get offended. They don't want to hear the word, so they leave. They, the Bible says they'll have itching ears and say they'll run around looking for a preacher that's going to tell them what they want to hear instead of what they need to hear. I'm hitting everything up in here, and if there's a roach up in here, it's getting hit today. I'm hitting everything. Everything. I'm circumcising. And that's why they call me the doctor, because that's what I do. I perform surgery on your soul. Know when to do it, how to do it, where to do it. And today, it's cutting time. It's cutting time. But I'm going to oil you up for it's over with. I ain't going to leave you cut up. I'm going to leave you all up and prayed over. Mm-hmm. And see, and, and, and watch this now. Say it's going to kill not only with the sword, which is war, hunger, all over the place, people hungry. Do y'all know 13 million children go to bed hungry every night here in the United States of America? And you can think about what's happening over in Sudan and Syria and all them other places. Do I, do I just have to continue on with the list? Not only with hunger, but with death. Mm-hmm. People are dying every day because of misery that they're receiving from sin. They're committing suicide because they're tired of not being able to have their own way. See, that's what got them. That's what got them crazy. they whistling with God. God trying to tell you, but you fighting him. Because you don't want to do right. You don't want to do it God's way. You want to do it your way. So you'll kill yourself, commit suicide, spiritual suicide from God. Instead of running to him, the one you need, you run from him. I'm in the house. I'm in the house. Mm-mm. No more playing. Brenda might play with you, but I don't. I don't play. I hit it right where it's supposed to be. That's why I don't be in the pulpit too much call. See, you can't take it. Not what I'm going to throw out at you. You won't, you won't be able to take it. This is crazy. There's going to be some beasts that kill them too. Now let me tell you something. All beasts ain't got four legs. Let's go over here to Jude 110. That's right before Revelation. Jude 1 10, this is what he this is who he called the beast. He said, but verse verse 10. Jude 1 verse 10. It says, But these speak evil of those things which they know not mm-hmm, all the time. But what they know naturally as brute beast. In those things they corrupt themselves. See, he's talking about man. 
Man is the one that's killing off man. That's the beast. Because the Bible just called him a natural brute beast. You see, see, let me let me give y'all a revelation. When God created man, he 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 created him in the image and the likeness of him. And he called him Adam, which is man, okay? Do you know when you don't serve God, that God sees you as an animal? You are not created in his image and his likeness. He just called them a natural beast in the book. You better read the book. You better read the book. He said natural brute beast. He ain't talking about me. He's talking about man that don't know him, that refuse to do it God's way. Nothing but an animal. Okay, if you don't. What is it other than an animal that'll drop? Sarin gas on its own people. If that ain't an animal, or what is it other than an animal that'll come inside your house and blow your brains out just to take your TV? Is that a man creating the image and the likeness of God, or is that an animal? That's a natural brute beast. He said, "Now, a fourth of the earth is going to be killed by sword, hunger." Death, mm -hmm. beast, man killing all over the place. You don't have to wait for a lion or a tiger or something to, to eat you. you. You fool with man and man will eat you. And some of us have put all of our trust in man. We put our trust in preachers. We put our trust in presidents. We put our trust in judges. We put our trust in boyfriends and girlfriends. We put our trust in husbands and wives. We put our trust in everything except God. But we come to church and we say we love God. But, by, but God said, if you love me, you keep my commandments. That's what he said. That's what God said. That, that ain't what I said. That what, that's what he said. But look at verse 9. It says, And when he had opened the fifth seal, the fifth seal is the seal of grace. He saw, I saw under the altar the souls of them that were slain for the word of God and for the testimony which they held. Mm -hmm. And verse 10 says, And they cried with a loud voice, saying, How long, O Lord? Holy and true, dost thou not judge and avenge our blood on them that dwell on the earth? Did y'all know that the enemy was going to wear the saints out? How many of y'all know that the saints are going to be wore out? Does anybody else know that in here, that it's in the book? Let's show them in the book. Because they don't know. See, they've been in church all their lives, but they ain't been taught the book. That's why we teach the book here. See? See, you've been, you've been saying you know God all your life. You've been saved 40, 50 years, so you say. But you don't know God. Because you don't know what's in the book. And what you do know, you don't have no relationship with it because the Bible says none of failed to you because when you heard the word, you didn't mix it with faith. So it didn't do you no good. So you just kept coming 
because it was a normal, natural thing to do, but you didn't grow because you didn't mix what you heard with faith. So the word of God became void in your life. Nothing got better because you didn't believe. You see, in order for this to work, you got to believe. We walk by faith, not by sight. Go to Daniel 7.25 and see here what God has said about these saints being worn out. And don't you let nobody fool you and talk about the church going to be gone at this time. If the church going to be gone at this time, then how the saints going to get wore out? That don't even make sense. You don't sit there and listen to some preacher tell that lie. Seven twenty-five over there. Amen. 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 Word of God saying, "He shall speak." That's the Antichrist. He shall speak great words against the Most High. Uh huh. And shall do what? Wear out, Wear out who? Oh, of the who? Wear us out. How many of us getting wore out? Some of us still crazy, but we still won't tell the truth. I'm gonna say, how many of us getting woe out? Mm-hmm. See, God don't like liars. We know we jacked up and still won't admit that we woe out. Well, how God gonna help us when he already unsaid now? Right here in verse 25. Because see, we got this old contrary spirit in us. And God is going to circumcise that. If you keep coming up in here, God is going to circumcise hell right out of all of us. He's going to circumcise it right out of us, Amen. deacon. Amen. Now, we might just be preaching to the pews, but that's all right, too. Because as long as them cameras going, we're going to be preaching to millions of them. Oh, ain't technology. Somebody say technology is sweet. Technology, hey, he said go ye into the world. He didn't say for you. They got what he said, go ye into. He didn't say how. I'd look like a fool on a horse or a ship trying to go like Paul and them. That's backwood. This technology. You go with the signs of the time. All he said was go. He didn't say how. Things change. But the, the flight is the same. It reaches. Amen? Amen. Huh? Amen. Technology is good. Say so going to wear these saints out of us. Going to toss up. Mm-hmm. And they shall be given into his hands. Ooh. Until a time and time and dividing of a time. That's a season, three and a half years, but them years nobody knows. That's a season, that's a time. See, we're in that time that the church has been turned over to the devil. He's all in the church, in the pulpit, leading people wrong. Wednesday night we spoke on tongue. And this young man over here, soon we left, he was challenged, Well, you not? And if he hadn't known what was in the book, then he would have been screwed up. 
But when he got ready to show the man in the book, the preacher said, I don't need to see that. Oh, so you know more than God. See, you, your pride won't allow you, because you're a preacher, your, your pride won't allow you to see that you're wrong so that you can be corrected. See, that's what's wrong with self-righteous people. They can't be corrected. Well, let's go over here to Revelation 13, 7, and let's see about how these saints going to be wore out. Revelation 13, 7, over there. And it was given unto him, that's that Antichrist, to make war with the who? Oh, and to overcome them. Oh, didn't I just talk to us about how we coming up in this church? Overcome by the devil and the world and to the point where we can't even give God praise and getting mad when somebody asks. Like, like the preacher can't feel you. I ain't clapping. I ain't standing. Tell me what to do. And God reading you. I'm all in you now. You need to be got into. Yes. You need a man to tell you about yourself. So that we can get this thing right. For we all die and go to hell. Mess around and go to hell up in here. Because we scared somebody going to get offended. Better for one to get offended and go to hell than for the whole crew to go to hell because somebody in here want to hear the truth. I told you, you don't want Doc up in this pulpit every week. I told you, you don't know what you're fooling with. Revelation 6.11 The Bible says, And white robes were given until not some of them, are you there? White robes were given. It was given to not some of them, but every one of them, and it was said unto them that they should rest yet for a little while until their fellow servant. Also, and their brethren that should be killed, see, uh-oh, as they were should be fulfilled. See, somebody got to die. Y'all don't want to hear that, do you? See, see, see that, don't, that, don't, that don't sound good. See, see, that don't sound good when I tell you that somebody got to die if you're going to be with it. See, they'll kill you and me just like they killed Jesus for preaching the real truth. They'll kill you. Because, see, you, when you preach the real truth now, you 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 you, you hurting the money changers. See, see they, the money changers, they still exist in these churches when they tell you to get in this line and pay 1000 get in this line and pay 500 get in this line and pay 10 Then they got the poor folk line, 20 and under. Money changers. They do it for filthy lucre. This thing called a white robe. How many of y'all old? Ain't but about two old ones in here. 
from the old school. Everything else up in it had been rotated. Well. <laughs> rotated. How many of y'all remember the man child? I'm fitting to teach y'all some deep stuff here. Man child. In the book of Revelation, the 12th chapter, it speaks about a woman, which is the church, about to have a child. It's a man child. It ain't Jesus Christ. That's for unlearned theologians. Because the church didn't birth Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ birthed the church. So the woman couldn't have, which is the church, couldn't have birthed the man child. When you get saved, y'all listen to me, because we're dealing with this white robe over here in 611. When you get saved, how many of y'all know you birthed something? You didn't know that? Let me, okay, let me put it to you like this. Let me, let me break this thing down. No matter where you are in life, whether you're on this side, the other side, or the side you was on before you came into this side, you were in a womb. Understand that. And every womb has the capability of conceiving something and birthing something. Amen? Now, when you came into the world, you were conceived in your mother's womb, right? And you were coming into this world, so you had to have a body that could be compatible to this plan of life, right? Amen? Can I get an amen on that? Amen. Now, when you got born and you got in this body here, this became a womb too. Because something had to be born in here. When you got saved... Something was conceived and you were born again. Now, there's a period of time, nine months, that you went through in your mother's womb before you were ushered out, right? Into this womb that you allow yourself to live on this planet. Now, there's a time period called this life, an appointed time God talks about, whereby you are born again and you grow up in this womb. And then death comes and ushers you out of this womb into another womb. Okay? That's the white robe. But the white robe is the man-child because when you're birthed, when you're born again, the man-child goes up top. You need to read the book. Revelation 12th chapter, how it went up top. Kept, the devil couldn't get to it. How many of y'all know when you get saved, the devil won't kill you? Amen. When you get saved, the devil is right there waiting to kill what you just birthed. Better hear me. 
say no, this, we don't, we, this ain't entertainment. This is revelation knowledge up in here. Now, what happens is, is that through the word of God and through you growing, that's why I keep telling you growing is so important because if you don't feed the baby malnutrition, it'll die. Now, what you birth, the man-child, is your white robe that you're going to have to step into. Now, if you don't have the proper nourishment for what you birthed, and it's your responsibility, now that you birthed it, to feed it, keep it clean, and do what's necessary in order for it to grow right, then what's going to happen when you usher it up out of this world and you can't fit your white robe? Y'all don't hear me. Y'all don't hear me. I can't fit me into that. That which was birth has to grow so that it can fit me. That you have birth has to grow so it can fit you. And if you don't feed it properly through the word of God, and if you don't grow, then what you are going to have is a malnutrition man-child. Daniel talks about the silver cord. See, they don't preach this stuff in the in, 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 in churches. They don't teach you nothing. That's why I, that I learn more from Minister Farrakhan than I do with Jake's and all of them put together. Amen. And that's the goddamn truth. That man speaks more about the true word of God. And y'all can say he's crazy or whatever, but he speaks more about the true word of God than any of these so-called Christians. And I think that's a shame. Just a plain shame. So, this, this white robe is given to us. And the Bible says now, you see, that silver cord, that's the thing that links our body, spirit, and soul together when we're conceived. Comes down through the top of the head. That's why the baby head is soft in the top. It comes down through there and it links it. When that man child is born, it's still connected to us by a spiritual, unbiblical cord called the silver cord. It's in the book of Daniel. All you got to do is read the book, the 12th chapter. You got to get into the book to know what's in the book. <laughs> <laughs> and don't know nothing about the word of God rolling all on the floor like a fool only thing roll on the floor is a demon read the book read it read it talking about you got the spirit you might have the spirit but what kind of spirit you got in you to make you want to hit your head up again the thing, and somebody got to throw a sheet over you because all your goodies showing. I'm in the house. I don't play up in here. I don't play. I don't play. I'm just going to tell it like it is. You come back, you get some more. Pray, thank you, Jesus. Just go take it. 
Take it. Just take the whooping. It's a good whooping. It's a good whooping. White robe. Do y'all understand how important this white robe is? And if that thing, if you don't grow spiritually, so when you come up in here, you better start grasping on to this thing and take some of it with you and think about it and meditate on it and say, okay, let me try to just live a little bit better. Then a little bit. And if you find yourself slacking, you know, fight. Fight harder. We all make mistakes. See, God ain't going to get you for making a mistake. He'll get us for remaining one. God ain't going to get you for being ignorant. He'll get us for staying ignorant. He's trying to educate us. 1 Corinthians 15, verse 38 through 40. We're getting close. 1 Corinthians 15. 38 through 40. Tell me when you get there. Watch what God's word says here, speaking about these bodies. See. But God giveth it a body as it hath pleased him, okay? All right, here's another thing. Do you see that say, to every seed has its own body? Y'all see that? All right. You can't plant corn and think you're going to get okra. You can't plant meals on wheels and think God's going to give you money. Talking about you paid your tithe. Because the Bible says every seed has its own. So in order to get money from God, you've got to plant money into his kingdom. If you want to get I'm, every seed got his own body. You, you, you can't plant talking about, well, I fed this amount and that. No, that's a seed and you'll get fed because that seed of feeding somebody is going to bring back a seed of you getting fed because every seed got its what? I said, <laughs> so don't try to con God. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Do not try to con God with that rhetoric, thinking that you can get around this thing. You can't. Not, and it worked for you. So, he said, now, every seed has its own body, and all flesh is not the same flesh. But there is one kind of flesh of men, another kind of flesh of beasts, another kind of fish, another of birds, okay? But here's what I want you to see. There are also celestial bodies. Those are spiritual heavenly bodies. And then there are terrestrial bodies, okay? A terrestrial body is what we're in now, okay? Because we're on this earthly plane, we're in what we call a terrestrial body, okay? But when we change, we'll go into a celestial body, a heavenly body. Amen? 
because everything got to be conducive to where you are. Right now you're on earth, so the terrestrial body is in a terrestrial earth. But God is a spirit. So when we go back to God, when we leave this womb, we have to have that white robe because that's the celestial body where we enter into, where we can see God face to face without dying. And we can deal with him on his level of living, which is spiritual, completely spiritual. I hope I'm making sense. Now, last but not least, we're dealing with this man child, which I told you about, and I'm just going to read it here. And then I'm through. We're going to get out of here. Amen? It says in Revelation 12, 5, and she, the woman, well, listen, let, me, let, 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 me, let me just read it from verse 1. And there appeared a great one in heaven and a woman clothed in the sun. That's the church clothed in the light of God, okay? Clothed in Revelation. The church is supposed to be clothed in the revelations of God. Okay? All right. Are you there with that? All right. Clothed in the sun. The moon under her feet because we're supposed to be standing on the rock of faith. Right? Amen? All right. Okay. She got 12 upon her head. She got a crown of 12 stars which represents God's divine purpose in man. So the church, God has given the church uh, his divine purpose in man, right? That's why the church was established, right? So that man would learn the divine purpose of God that God had for his life, right? Amen? Okay, that's why the church was put together. Now, and she being with child cried, travailing in birth, and pain to be delivered. Boy, don't we go through some pain to be delivered? Hmm? The boy's rough, ain't it? Get tough sometimes, don't it? I can't even get no amen to that. Jesus Christ, I can't get no amen to nothing. Have I said anything up in here today that's true to y'all ears? Well, at least I got an amen to that. Make you wonder sometimes. Anyway, and there appeared another wonder in heaven. And behold, a great dragon. Now notice the woman was about to give birth to the child. Now here comes this devil waiting to get birth. See, just as soon as you get saved, all hell break loose. That's what makes people run away from the church because they get saved and then they don't, they, nobody told them to watch out because here come hell. Now all these things start coming at them and they oh no. Something ain't right. Since I got saved, more things happening to me now than before I got saved. Well, it's supposed to be like that. Because you you've just entered into spiritual warfare. You just blew, you just drew first blood. You're talking about the devil coming at you. No, you went at the devil when you got saved. You the one put the sword on him. Now, what you think he's going to do? Let you just cut on him? He's supposed to fight you back you think you're dealing with? You the one started the fight when you got saved. You was all right as long as you didn't get saved. You thought you were. 
Now you don't. Now you can't figure out why all hell unbroke loose. Because you got saved. You drew first blood. The devil ain't coming at you. No, you went at the devil. You went at the devil. You done on this earthly side. So you, you don't have a choice but to get right. But verse 5 says she brought forth a man-child, that's the man-child, to rule all nations with a rod of iron. The man-child is the elect of God. And her child was caught up to God and to his throne. Amen? Now, what we have to understand, and I'm closing, is that regardless of what you're going through, you ain't going through nothing like Jesus Christ went through. First of all, you have not had to resist to the shedding of blood yet. So whatever it is that we are going through, God say, I know all your infirmities. I can feel you because I've been through it myself. And I'm not here to judge you, but I'm going to help you. This is what God is telling us. He's, he's here to help us. But I can't help you if you don't let me because I told you to come to me, all you that labor and are of heavy laden. I told you, come to me. Learn of me, he said. That's what he said. Learn of me, and I'll give you rest for your soul. See, the reason why a lot of us don't have rest for our soul, because we won't come to the Lord. We come through the door, but we don't come to him. We don't come to him. And now, you see, we have discomfort in our homes because we don't come to him. We put other things before God in our home. Because one thing killing folks is these jobs. That's going to get us put in hell quicker than anything else. Because, see, we don't trust, we don't believe God can do it. So we try to do it ourselves. Seen a thing on Facebook this morning. This guy said, a friend of mine, he said, oh, I wish I could make an app call people up. Follow me to church. That's what the pastor said. I told him, I said, yeah, when you find it, you send it to me because, uh, and send it to all the pastors all around the world because we're living in a non-committed generation. That's, what, that's the time we're living in, non-committed. Nobody want to do nothing. That's why I thank God for my leaders up in here, man. You know, I thank God. I thank God for what few do come. At least they're committed. They committed. Because if you ain't careful, you'll listen to the wrong one and they go into hell and you'll go too. Somebody got to have some sense. Somebody got to have some strength. Somebody got to be able to go home and say, you know what? We're doing this thing a little bit wrong. You, you need to check this. Because this is what the words say. See, in other words, somebody got to be able to lead. Because if you're not able to lead, then somebody's going to be leading you. And whoever has your ear holds your future. Whoever you're listening to, or whatever, can either make you or break you. The devil got Eve's ear. Look what happened. Messed up her future. 
How many times has the devil got our ear and we listened to it? And it tore us up. And then the pale rider came. And the misery increased from the sin. Hmm? How many times, y'all? I'm breaking it down. How many times? How many times? And how many yet times we will do it again? Because we're still human. And even though that's no excuse, we're still going to do it. We're still going to get put by our own hands and call it the devil. No, you the devil. You whooping your own self. I'm whooping my own self by the decisions that I make that's contrary to God. These beautiful children. Train them up right. Train them up right. These children need to get in the church early and be steady at it. These wives need to get their butts in church and be steady at it. These husbands need to get themselves in church and be steady at it. You can't go to school and listen for a little while and then expect to pass. No, it don't work like that. It don't work like that. See, everything's a process. People, it's time to take charge of whatever it is that God has placed you over. It's time for you to take charge of your lives. It's time for me to take charge of mine and allow God to come in. And do what's necessary to be done. Amen? Amen? Give God some praise then. If you really love him, give him praise. If you really love him.